why does everybody think they deserve a day in the life? Like everybody thinks they deserve a mixtape now. <sighs> to be honest, a day in the life of Jimmy down the street. <laughs> like, bro, you're not even like that. This is no disrespect to Jimmy from down the street. <laughs> Jimmy from down the street, you might be nice. <laughs> bro, nobody's watching that. People that haven't paid you a dime, I need it tomorrow. Is it done yet? Mm. Faking conversations. To get to the is it done yet is, is it crazy. done yet? I freaking hate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where's that clout going to get you? And it's always, man, this is going to be the next one. I'm trying to tell you. Everybody's the next one. I got little Jimmy. He finna be a five star. Little Tay Tay. Four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's rock. Don't you just love? <laughs> Woo! So here we are, <laughs> eight months later, finally filming episode two. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep, yep. What's taking so long? Life, really. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of stuff that goes on in our lives that makes it hard to film podcasts i mean yeah but damn eight months <laughs> like what have we been doing it's been a blur it's been a blur i have no clue what has happened eight months it's really been eight months yeah we started filming so last year september during mm -hmm. the finals we were in vegas yeah, yeah. aces versus connecticut that was our first official episode and we have not filmed or even attempted to film since then. Wow. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, at this point, I think that, like, obviously we're still trying to figure this thing out. Mm -hmm. So the reality is it's going to be some trial and error. What I'm learning is that this is not going to be a week-to-week, month-to-month podcast. It's going to be every six to eight months whoa, when we whoa, find whoa. some time. <laughs> Let's not do that six to eight months. That's we, not that long. We can find time every two months at least. How are we going to find time when you're never here? I am now. I have no obligations to go anywhere. So explain to me where you've been the past few months. <laughs> uh the past few months, I have been in all type of cities. <laughs> all type of cities? Yeah. You um, sound like a Jezebel. Wow. <laughs> what have you <laughs> been doing the past few months? I have been doing some CP3 stuff, CP3 camps that we've done together. Um, yeah, okay. Shot some stuff in Portland with my boy Keon. You've been in Portland a lot, low key. Yeah. You went there for almost a month. Yeah, it's actually insane. You've been to Portland multiple times. Yeah, like now that I really think about it, it's really Portland. You've been with Kobe. Yeah. You were just in Chicago for the combine. Oh yeah, the NBA How are job. we gonna squeeze in podcast episodes when you're always gone? Taking on the road. I don't go with you. You didn't ask. You didn't offer. 
Well, I told you, you're coming to the draft. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that. Hopefully our boy Kobe Brown gets drafted. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll um, be excited. Underrated for sure, but. 6'8". <sighs> Combo guard. I mean, in all seriousness, though, you have been traveling a lot. I've been traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. It's been really hard to get these episodes out. So I think that's part of like the struggle of being a creative, honestly, is like trying to find time to do the things that you want to do for yourself. Yeah. Right? Like we're not even talking about self-care. We're just talking about maybe like doing fun stuff that you have fun shooting. Mm-hmm. You don't have time for it anymore because it's like, Grind, 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 grind. Yeah. The better you get, the more people start hitting you, the more opportunities come your way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you literally don't get to slow down. At all. Like, I'm really looking forward to like actually being here for more than <laughs> five days. More than a week? Oh, yeah, more than a week. I mean, it's a good problem to have. You can't complain too much, but yeah, I definitely understand. I think the last time we filmed, we were in Vegas shooting for the finals, mm-hmm. and then we ended up shooting a workout, and mm-hmm. then from that point on, it just got crazy, because basketball season has started, college basketball, and from that point, like it just doesn't stop, and so here we are, fast forward, finally getting a moment, mm-hmm. it's summer, and basketball gets crazy in the summer. Every time. Well, except June. June is kind of light. June is light, but... Is it because people started coming home from school? Wow. You start getting like the open runs, the NBA runs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. The draft, people getting ready to go, go to summer league. Mm-hmm. It's WNBA season. All the camps, AAU tournaments, brands mm-hmm. get it popping in the summer. You just can't win, huh? I don't know, man. I don't know. I think like it's funny too because like, Obviously, we talk about the grind. We talk about how serious it is, how busy it is, and all this stuff. And, like, right now, I feel like a hot topic is doing free work. And in the summer, <laughs> it's a good opportunity to do free work. How do you feel about that? I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't do free work to get in certain places. Like, for example, I can put this out here because we discussed this and this was like uh, like we we did this. Uh, Alabama Fusion, my first year there, mm-hmm. I wanted to be on the UIBL circuit. Didn't get paid at all. They gave me gear. And I was cool with that because at the end of the day, I had a free ride to the EYBL, had a hotel room, mm-hmm. and I could record some of the best players that I'm not going to see in Alabama. So that was a cool little experience. But at the same time, I mean... I had to work very hard, put out, you know, videos the next day, five, six videos the next day. Still at the same time trying to get my V-Boost content, you know, with the, the top players like Sharif Cooper, Brandon Boston, all that type of stuff. And it was stressful. But it paid off in the end because, you know, people looking at it, and they like, dang, he everywhere. Mm-hmm. No, that was stressful. <laughs> it was stressful. Would you still do that now? No, not at all. Not at all. Why I not? really feel like I have put in my dues for the free work of that nature. Like, because I'm not even touching on more stuff that I've done for free. But literally from like 15 through 18, 
I'm doing free work. The yeah. most I probably made was 120 bucks. From 15 to 18? Three yeah. years? Like, no, 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 no cap. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. I mean, so here's my thing with that. So you're saying that, mm -hmm. and I understand because it was like when you were first starting, but like listening to the age range, like, I kind of get it. It's like, you're a kid still. Yeah. Would you recommend that being like the lifestyle for someone who may be older? Let's say 21 to 24. 21 to 25. No, because they have bills. You don't have a parent to fall back on. And even that 15 through the 18, <laughs> people still have bills, you know? Like, they don't have two a two-parent home where you can fall back on and, you know, do whatever you want to do Yeah. in the world. Like, you can't, you can't do that. I mean, it's a, I feel like it's an interesting conversation and... Mm -hmm. I feel like lately people have been talking about it a lot and not just obviously like creatives, but people in general, just like using free work as an opportunity to grow. I think my problem with it is that one is not one size fits all right. Everybody's situation is different. So you might be okay with doing that, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean the next person should be automatically okay with that. And then I also think like circumstances matter too. Like, just listening to you from the age 15 to 18, like you probably were, I'm assuming in high school, right? Yeah. Living at home, no mm -hmm. bills, whatever. Everybody's situation is different. So for me, it's like when I first started shooting, for real, for real, I was probably like 24. That's so like crazy. for me, I'm not shooting for free, at least not with that being like the rule. I feel like there's always an exception to the yeah. rule. And nowadays it's like, you get people who are quote unquote on, mm -hmm. right? That just spread this whole mantra of you should do free work, you should do free work without giving real like context to what that looks like. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, like, yeah, say yes to some opportunities if it's good for you, right? Yeah. Like if LeBron hit you up right now and was like, yo, I'm working out in LA, pull up. Oh, I'm there. You're going to pull up, right? But it's Every like, time. how often are you going to get those opportunities? Versus like, you know, the local trainer that's like, hey, I got such and such in the gym. Can yeah. you work with me all summer for free? And it's always, man, this is going to be the next one. I'm trying to tell you. Everybody's the next one. Every time. They always want to do that. I got little Jimmy. He finna be a five star. Little Tay Tay. Yep. You going to catch his rise. He going to help you out. Y'all going to gain followers together. It doesn't work like that. Especially <laughs> in, the, in the space that we're in. Instagram doesn't reward you for that. So yeah, it's a different world now. It's for sure. <laughs> it's not. It's not gonna happen. If you want followers, you gotta have the voiceovers. You gotta have the, not even the Twitter, the Twitter uh, quotes anymore. It's really the voiceovers and the quotes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like social media, especially with like the introduction of TikTok, mm -hmm. um, is changing a bit, and like not just like how we digest it, but how we create. And so it's kind of taking the joy out of it. And so when you're talking about stuff like that, like it's not the same. Like when I was first building my Instagram, getting to 10,000 followers was really a grind. Mm -hmm. But it was like, it was like real organic yeah. stuff that was happening, like real content. And now it's like, it's a joke, you know, yeah. like you just putting out nonsense because 
it's the trend. And if you don't do it, like you don't get rewarded via Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, but it's interesting. And I feel like it's funny to me that you bring up these trainers who try to like put you in a situation, for example, with like the next big thing. Mm -hmm. And like, let's just say you do get in that situation where you working with a kid, you working with a player three, four years, following them the entire time of high school. Maybe you're doing it for free. What does that look like when that player does make it and does get drafted? Have you seen success in that? Have you seen anybody really be rewarded from following a kid that long? And then you're like, oh, yeah, he's still with him or she's still with that person. Wow. You're really good at how you maneuvered that. I love how you did that. But, um, to be honest, from my experience, I have not experienced that yet. Mm-hmm. My closest comparison to that would probably be what's going on with my best friend now, Kobe. Um, but it was never, this is like a genuine relationship. Like, I didn't attach myself to him in seventh grade and say, hey, I'm going to follow you till you go to the league. No. Like, so. I've never really had a situation where I had a kid that I followed from the beginning and they made it all the way to the league mm-hmm. that I shot for free. Yeah. They kind of just leveled off in college. Um, and then to speak on like seeing other players that had their guys in high school, they didn't bring them to the league. Yeah. They got new people and yeah. it kind of sucks. Cause it's like, dang, like, they was really there for you from the beginning, you yeah. know, in the trenches. Probably didn't get paid at all. And, like, you just threw them to the curb and went with the clout, if you ask me. Yeah. So. I think that's my biggest problem with, like, shooting for clout mm-hmm. is, like, where is that clout going to get you? Yeah. And we, like, we get so one-track minded on just this person is popular, this person is whatever. Yeah. That, like. When that person doesn't exist anymore, like, what's next for you? Like, what do you do when that person leaves you behind? Or, you know, maybe the circumstances. Maybe they get drafted or they go to college somewhere super far and you can't get there. Yeah. You know, like, things happen, but it's just, like, chasing that clout, man, is it's a dangerous game because clout changes from person to person, from thing to thing, right? It's always about what's next, what's popping next. Yeah. And you could be chasing a person that's quote unquote popular and, and they can edge out, mm-hmm. especially with social media. Like think about like park takeovers and park runs and stuff like that. Like how popping it was in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And like now it seems to kind of be fizzling out a little bit, mm-hmm. but think about like, I'm sure all those hoopers probably have videographers or photographers with them. And you probably think that you're going to grind, grind, grind with them. And then it's like, so what do you do when that trend now is over? Man, hopefully you had a backup plan. Hopefully you wasn't just betting on that one person. You know, like you It's a dangerous game, man. You can't bet on that one person. Like uh I think if it was like uh <laughs> Winbay. <laughs> if it was a Winbay <laughs> Yeah, but that's an anomaly, nah, right? Nah, I'm that's just like, saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Only one person is gonna get that. It's millions of creatives. Millions. That's true. There's one on every corner. Mm-hmm. There's one shooting every team. 
now it didn't used Every to always event. be like this <laughs> i mean it didn't but like now it's like crazy so it's like who do you take with you i'm taking who was there from the beginning that saw the come up they know my ins and out they can relate to me they can they can really tell my story y'all people are going to people that don't know your story you can't relate to them and it's like it's not gonna hit the same yeah so so how do you feel like now so think about like obviously the same concept being applied to now with nil right mm -hmm. i'm always an advocate for having your own content people your own team because at the end of the day like you're a walking brand mm -hmm. and as you go to the next level whether it just be college or whether it be pro right like you're still gonna need your team there to help build your brand to mm -hmm. help support you to help keep you straight and narrow right and when you get to the point where, like, you sign with the agency, for example, we all know the agencies really only put out for the top, top people. Yeah. So sometimes it helps having a person around you that understands it and stuff like that. So how do you feel like with the way NIL is changing, it's impacted the creative space? Do you feel like there's more opportunities now for people or you feel like it's a free for all or like how do you feel like that's helped kind of change it in a way? I feel like it's still a free for all in my opinion. Um, but there is some type of structure coming from it. So for example, um, the people that I work with, they have the brand pay me mm -hmm. instead of it coming out of their pocket. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the right way to do it mm -hmm. because then everybody eats. Yeah. So and at the same time, you're really saving the brand money because they don't have yeah. to bring these big crews and this and that. You just get a nice creative, dope creative that can do photos and videos and keep Makes it pushing. Makes it easier. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I feel like I've had my fair share of that too, yeah. where it's like, you're like that player's main person. Mm -hmm. Then when the brand comes in, they're like, yo, can you do this? Mm -hmm. And they typically just pay for it, so... I feel like that does help creatives in the long run. But I think it kind of goes back to our original point of like also not being one track minded, mm -hmm. not just focusing on like social content, not just focusing on clout chasing or whatever, like really having a business mind because you never know what those opportunities can turn into. Like at the end of the day, like this is not NIL related, but like think about Cam Bev when he was working with Kelly Oubre. Mm -hmm. Like, all the dope stuff he got to do literally from working with Kelly, you know, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of like brand partnerships were related to that, where it's like doing some cool stuff for Converse and doing some stuff where I think it was like Ferrari. He like helped shoot like a little ad for them, like mm -hmm. just super cool stuff like that, where at the end of the day, like you got to be able to go in these rooms and, and have real conversations too. Yeah. Like, can you, can you create a pitch deck nine times out of 10? No. A lot of people can't. And it's cool because, like, social media does help. I feel like a lot of younger creatives get on. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, it's removing your professionalism because now you don't have work experience. You don't really know how to navigate the professional world. And everybody's, like, freaking out because they're not getting hired for stuff or they're not getting booked for stuff. But you're not thinking long term. Mm -hmm. Like, how a lot of these situations could really turn into an opportunity for you. Yeah. Like, you might be working with a kid that maybe they signed with Jordan brand. Now you can do something dope for Jordan brand. 
that literally just came from you, like came from your mind. Mm-hmm. And it saves them having to go in and draw up some stuff and make a play. Like you can make a play too. Yeah. Like that's something to really think about. I think a lot of times too, like that reminds me of kids who like, I feel like that 18 to 23 to 24 range, like they think they should just get everything. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, why do, why can't why can't I get hired at that school? I'm better than who they got. Yeah. I'm nice. I'm nice. Yeah. I'm cold. I'm way colder than this person. But it's mm-hmm. like, you don't have a degree. Like mm-hmm. you have nothing to fall back on. A lot of people don't even know how to fill out, like do a resume. Mm-hmm. Can't send an email. Invoice. Can't send invoices, but you're doing hella content on social yeah. for athletes. And like the way these opportunities come and they coming crazy. Mm-hmm. But we can't put you in a room with nobody because you can't articulate. You can't even speak English. Yeah. You can't articulate. Like that's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's a tangent, but so what's like what's next for you this summer? Like what's the big thing that you want to do? The big thing that I want to do, I really want to capitalize off the of summer league this year. Uh, last year it was kind of just like peeping the scene, really just seeing, like just just a fly on the wall, just trying to see what where I could go, what I could do. Mm-hmm. But this year, there's at least five people that I know that are gonna be in there. So that's I, gonna be dope, man. I would love to. Honestly, I would love to do something with all of them. But still having my main focus, obviously. Well, actually, it's two main focuses this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Keon and Kobe. So, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of stuff on Kobe. And I, obviously, I got a lot of stuff on Keon. Yeah. So. I've been working a lot. Mm-hmm. Those are, that's, that's really my biggest thing is Summer League. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And obviously, I'm going to check in with Keon if with his off-season workouts in Vegas too. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool. Just trying to trying to really push my creativity um creativity ah, creativity on <laughs> creativity on like long-form content. Really just trying to see if I can really tap into that side of the brain. Let me stop you there. Mm-hmm. Long-form content. Mhm. Which usually means day in the life content. Why does everybody think they deserve a day in the life? Why does everybody think? Because the same thing, like everybody thinks they deserve a mixtape now. (sighs) Like, I don't understand it. To be honest, a day in the life of a random kid, Jimmy down the street. (laughs) Like, bro, you're not even like that. This is no disrespect to Jimmy from down the street. <laughs> yeah, like, Jimmy from down the street, you might be nice. <laughs> but, like, bro, nobody's watching that. It's going to get 50 views. Like, the video might be crazy. But who's watching that? Like, nobody wants to see a video a day in the life of you, bro. So let me ask you this. Is it about the the way the video looks? Mm-hmm. Or is it about the person in the video? It's the person in the video. So you don't think that people will now, watch they, a day in the life if it's crazy? It got to have some substance. Like, I got shot in my leg when I was five. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so dramatic. Yes. I got shot in my leg when I was five. Made it to the hospital. Almost died. Got up. 
like some crazy story like that. You feel me? Or you got to be a five star. <laughs> <laughs> That's like two spectrums. That's mm-hmm. two extremes. Mm-hmm. Shot in the leg or a five star, <laughs> like that's crazy. At five, shot in the leg at five. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it because I feel like everybody does have a story, so we're not gonna take that away from anybody. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. Everybody does have a story, but, but that's seen, extreme. I've I know you've seen these day in the lives that have just came out of these random people. Like, bro, you going to Subway? Let me get a. <laughs> turkey and cheese let me get the cookie yeah or let me please get please let cookie. me get three of them chocolate chip macadamia nut cookies that's great actually more of a peanut butter guy though ew ah, what good. sponsor me <laughs> <laughs> but to your point mm-hmm. walking in subway doing nothing getting a sandwich little timmy little jimmy down the street that got shot at five like it's a great story but nobody really wants to watch it nobody wants to see it nobody cares bro so there's two things i'm gonna pull from that the first thing is i think we need to get back to making like having content like that cool again Mm -hmm. where it's like you really had to be really elite or like your story does have to be crazy Mm. for us to like one shoot and edit it, but also like consume it. Cause now that everybody has it, it's not special anymore. Now that everybody has a mixtape, it's not special anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think the other thing that's interesting too, is that creatives are becoming quote unquote, just as important as the athlete to some people. Like, this is a real thing. I'm sorry. So there's this guy. He had a shirt that said creatives are the new athletes. And it lit a fire under people's ass on Twitter. And people got like, obviously just seeing it, you don't have any context. But like your perspective is whatever you believe it to be. And people are mad as hell. Do you not agree with it? Or do you like, how do you feel about it? (laughs) <laughs> you don't think creatives got clout like you don't think they like that? creatives do have clout but the people that think that they have clout nobody cares you know what do you always say about the proximity thing you're only as important as your proximity nobody has a clue who okay the best photographer ever. He takes pictures for the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. Andrew Bernstein. Yeah. He's a GOAT. The best photographer ever, right? Arguably, yes. No one knows who he is. If you've seen him on the street, you don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So does that and mean, he's one of the best. Does that mean he's not important? No, he's important in that proximity. I want you to know. Photographs by Andrew Bernstein. You feel me? He's in books. You feel me? Like, come on. He's in books, bro. He's in books. I mean, I feel it. But think about it, though. Okay. Obviously, we're talking proximity, right? Let's yeah. talk LA area. Yeah. You got Cam Bev. Nice. You got Cool Mac. I mean, he's, he works with LeBron James. <laughs> Nick, Nick in the Cut is out here. I mean. We got Cassie Athena. Come on. You got some real hitters. You don't think that 
They as big as the athlete? Man. 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 They influencers in their own right. Man. You know, honestly, Nick, for sure, when I was at the, the Balls Life event that we did a couple weeks ago, I saw him signing autographs. I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Like, That's I, what's up. Yeah. Like, for him to not show himself on camera and still be like, I mean, now he's kind of showing himself, but like, yeah. people were like, hey, Nick, can I get your autograph? Like, I thought that was dope, but like, we're not the athletes. It's you know? one-offs. You feel yeah. like it's one-offs. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel it. I feel like it's a dangerous place to kind of be. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you are skilled, you are talented, yeah. and you might really be like that dude or that girl, but it's tough to say that you're bigger than the athlete. Or you're just as important, but at the same time, like sometimes you are. And I think that that's a sensitive topic for people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's getting so bad. Like, honestly, it's a lot of media beef. And you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's a lot of creatives on Instagram, yeah, like feuding, like real life beefing. Oh, I can do that effect better. Like, you still in my swag. You still in my style. Yeah. You really not nice like that. Yeah. Your shit is grainy. Mm. It's getting crazy. It is. People are being reckless. And, like, a lot of these people actually, they not really about anything when they actually see each other in real life. Don't you think that shit is corny, though? It's very corny. Because why can't you, why you got to be behind the, you know, Twitter fingers? I don't like that. I don't like that. But it's like, what are y'all going to do when it's really time to like meet up? What y'all going to do? Make a mix? <laughs> yeah. You Pull the computer a... <laughs> out. <laughs> you feel me? You going to have a mix off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Like we really having mix battles. <laughs> <laughs> let's get all the best. <laughs> Look, bro, like all the best brony footage and let's have a competition right now. Now, I do think that would be fire. Yeah. So I do remember watching these videos with you. Mm -hmm. The tournament. Oh, whatever the tip tournament. Off. The, tip off. the tip off. And they had the the creatives kind of competing for what, a thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. But it was like interesting mm -hmm. watching them. And like, again, we will always go back to this. You're only as important as your proximity. And that's not to take away from anybody's talent. Yeah. But like listening to them talk about like them being like the best <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's dangerous there's some people in this space, i think that shit is dangerous there's some people in this space that don't post that are better than come on bro like come on come i on. feel like the best creatives got like a hundred followers you don't even know who they are exactly after time exactly but that's not to say that, like, them dudes wasn't good. It's just, like, that's so dangerous. Yeah. Because, like, you really think, like, obviously everybody should have high self-esteem. You should think that you're really good at whatever it is that you do. Mm -hmm. But, like, when does it become too much? Because, like, the reality is art is subjective. Yeah. At the end of the day, people probably think I'm ass. And that's okay, right? But it's, like, Same. Probably when probably. is it okay to walk in the room and be, like, I'm the shit. I'm the best. Ain't none of y'all touching me. Honestly, when you have uh, the best clientele. Like, if Cool Mag walked in right now and said, I'm the best, 
I'll be like. But why though? Why? Why is it just because of who he's shooting? I wouldn't say who's he shooting. Actually, yeah. I mean, I don't think that. I mean, mm, actually, no. Nah, I take that back. I take that back. Mind you, I'm a fan, so mm-hmm. this ain't about to turn into like yeah. a cool Max, not that nigga type yeah. of situation. I know, no, I know. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> my boy. Of his balls. Yeah, the, come on. He got a whole wall in my <laughs> my office. Yeah, but balls, like, but <laughs> yeah, you know, right. when you think about it, though, like. What is it based on to some people? Like, you know, like me, I'm a huge fan, but like I'll see people in his comments, for example, that might say, you know, like he sucks or whatever. And that's for all of us. Right. So like, when is it? I'm going to ask again, when is it okay to walk in and be like, I'm the best? Bro, when you can literally, again, this is somebody that I feel like, okay, LeBron is one of the best players in the world, right? He can walk anywhere and he's going to get mobbed, all right? Anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure, right? When he can walk up, dap up, Bron, take pictures of him in his face without it being weird, or not that's, a lot of people can do that. That's Go to his house. It? That's when you've made it. Somebody of that category, like Neymar. Say say I some. I don't know if you know who Neymar is or I Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Like, when you're on that type of level and you film doing these athletes and, you know, even, I'm pretty sure he can go to the agency. He can go to Clutch Agency and be like, hey, I want to shoot some stuff. Like, when you can go into rooms and just be like, yeah. throw his name, cool Mac around. Like, he can probably go to Nike. Didn't he have a shoe with Nike? Some something, something like that? I mean, this man has had his own shoe. Okay, exactly. So, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, he's different. Saying. That's he what I'm different saying. for sure. But... He can literally go anywhere and be like, hey, bro, I'm cool Mac. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I feel it. I can't say that about anybody. So else. I'm gonna be devil's advocate, right? Mm-hmm. We know Cam's one of the dopest. Mm-hmm. We know he can walk in a lot of rooms, mm-hmm. do whatever he wants. Yeah. As far as content goes, mm-hmm. right? We know he's a respectful young man. We know him personally. What? So you're saying that? It's based on clientele. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Do you not feel like there's photographers, videographers, whatever, that have really bad work but have great clientele? Mm. Mm. Now we're getting unhinged. Yeah, Let's talk about it. I can't off off the dome. I can, and I'm not going to name anyone. They get unhinged. I'm not going to name anyone. <laughs> I would never do anything like that. But <laughs> I can't think of any. You can't think of anybody whatsoever that you felt like. They used to, but now they like they're getting better. Like they actually are decent, you know? Like so like they started, but now they're they all right. Yeah. Is all right the best? No, it's not the best. It's not the best. Yeah. It's not the best. So, like, what? what's the prerequisite for being the best? It can't just be clientele. I think that's the problem now with the culture of like creatives, said. bro. It's like, we've seen it. The moment somebody shoots 
an athlete that's popular or a celebrity in their camera. Sometimes it's just walking by. It ain't even a personal shoot. Mm -hmm. You might be somewhere and Chris Brown might walk in and creatives get on the internet and be like, price going up. They homies, everybody in the comments. Ah, you nice. Whatever. Because they took a picture of him? Photos, overexposed, grainy, maybe out of focus. Mm -hmm. How many out of focus photos have we seen? And folks is in the comment. Go, 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 go. Yeah, because it's LeBron. Like, when do we put an end to it? People don't want to hear the real anymore. We are done with that age. You're going to get canceled. You saying anymore. When did people ever want to hear the real? Do you feel like there was legit a time? I don't know about you, but. Where people kept it real? I don't know about you, but my circle, <laughs> they told me my stuff sucked <laughs> when I <laughs> sent something. I can literally show what? multiple messages where Kobe's like, bro, this is really bad. Wow, I, that's a blessing. Like. That's a blessing. This is not good. I think I, I think you did better with this. He has no shame in telling me that. It's that, been like that since That is rare to find. I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't know if I personally feel like there was ever a time where people just kept it real when it came to that kind of stuff. Really? I've never seen it. Now, yeah. personally, I have experienced it to some degree, but I demand that out of people around me because mm -hmm. I want to be better. I don't want yes men and yes women around me. If I got to do something to be better, I want you to tell me. If I'm being mediocre, if I'm putting out hot garbage, I need you to tell me. Like, I'm demanding that from anybody around me. Yeah. But, like, I can tell you right now that if I didn't demand that, people would legit just be like, you're good, you're great, you're amazing. I've legit intentionally done stuff half-ass, and people are like, this is the best thing they've ever seen. I mean, that's how I be sometimes, though. But that's not good for us. It's not. It's not good for the creatives because it adds to the ego boost. We like that. I should change my IG to e-boost instead of e-boost. I like that. E but it, it adds to the ego. Yeah. Because it's like now you don't have people that's able to be real with you. Like now you think your stuff nice. Mm -hmm. And then you walk around and this is why we have media beef. Yeah. Because everybody think they shit cold. And also, everybody thinks that they're the first one to do something. Yeah. Like, everybody thinks they're the first one. You come in, you don't know who started what, right? Yeah. Maybe somebody did, maybe they didn't. But, like, once you go on a tangent and you going on Instagram and Twitter and wherever, you, you know, you got happy fingers and you tweeting about that stuff and you think that you created something that maybe was already there, like, that's mm. problematic. I mean, luckily, like, you don't deal with that kind of stuff. I'm glad you're a good citizen. You do a good job of being tamed. I have good people around me. <laughs> but it gets crazy. Mm -hmm. And you kind of be getting unhinged a little bit when you be feeling away about stuff. I really try to keep my emotions under check, but sometimes, you know, you just got to let it go. So what's, like, the thing that annoys you the most? Because you do get a little fired up. Is it done yet? Mm. Is it done? <laughs> Bro. Faking conversations. To get to the is it done yet is, is it crazy. Done yet? I freaking hate that. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> that shit, I'm sorry, bro. That shit fucking blows me. Bro. <laughs> Unhinged. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I had to yell because don't fake check up on me. It's the small talk. It's like the, hey, how are you? How you been today? Bro, like you really just want to know, is the video done? Hey, it was good to see you a couple days ago. Have you gotten to those edits yet? Yeah. Why do you ask? I will let you know. You'll be the first person to know. Every time. If the video's going to be there. I mean, some people want their content, though. What you want from them? That's cool. That's cool. That's understandable. But if I let you know up front that, hey, it's probably not going to happen until blah, blah, blah. Why do you try to force them and think I got there seen them? <laughs> they butter you up too, man. It's crazy. Yeah. They do. Every time. They'll call you and be like, hey, what's happening, man? What's, <laughs> what's happening? You know, you my dog, man. I really love when you shoot stuff for yeah, me, Yeah, that's man. what I'm saying. Actually, I want to make sure who if this person that's watching this video, I'm not talking about you because you do start the conversation like this. It's not about you. I just want to make sure that you <laughs> this, know that. This person. Yeah, this person. I, I love you. I love you, man. He's in San Diego. I just want him to know that. All right. Now, anyway, to go back to it. Yeah, like, bro, why do you butter me up? Like, fake check up on me, start conversations. Like, bro, that just makes me not want to do the video. And honestly, if you want to be honest, I can put this out here. When you rush me, I'll... You take longer. Yep. And half of the time, I'm throwing it together. You Damn. Don't, you don't know the difference. That's savage. <laughs> That's savage. Unhinged. 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 Damn, that's sad. So oh. you're going to put it at the back of the list. Put it at the back of the list. Have they paid you yet? No. Oh, to the back. <laughs> Bottom of the stack. Yeah. 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 I feel it. I feel like everybody, it's crazy because the people who fucking pay on time never do that. Man. The people who pay early up front, uh -huh. they never do that. Yeah. They just trust your judgment. Mm -hmm. Nah, don't worry about it. Whenever you can get it to me. Nah, you good. You good. You good. Every time. It be the people that haven't paid you a dime. I need it tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like, damn, I just left the event or I just left yeah. the gym. Can I get a couple selects? How them clips look? And they take forever to get that bread back. Next topic. Net, net 30. 30. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is net 30? Are we serious? In 2023, net 30 is crazy. How many things do you have? PayPal, Zelle, cashier check. I learned that from Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cashier's check. Hmm. Regular check. You forgetting Cash App, Venmo, Apple Pay. <laughs> it's like, getting crazy. Bitcoin. Seriously. I mean, there's a lot of ways. You can actually pay in Robinhood now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crazy. I mean, if you if you working with people who up in Robinhood, they better be paying on time. <laughs> yeah. Like, they better be paying on time. Net 30 is crazy. And I mean, like, I feel it because like when you working with brands, there's always net 30, but mm. Not the net 60 and net 90 is yeah. insane. 
And I like, I really want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try not to get bothered by it. Nah, say some names. No, we ain't saying no names. <laughs> <laughs> say some names. We're going to hinge. <laughs> I think it's important for people to realize that, especially as a full-time creative, like, there's obviously the spectrum, right? There's people that still have full-time jobs and stuff like that that can support themselves, who mm-hmm. this may not even apply to. Mm-hmm. But, like, people that work full-time freelancing, mm-hmm. it's impossible sometimes to live a healthy life mm-hmm. when you are waiting on money mm-hmm. for 30, 60, 90, 120 20, days. 240. You know, like, you really got to think about that. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously everybody don't know. So I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, Mm -hmm. but it's like rent is due on the first. Maybe I did a gig that's like two grand and I'm waiting three, four months for it. So in the process of waiting on that, that means that every day I need to go out and shoot something that's going to get me money quicker. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is a concept I don't think people understand. If I got a bill that's due in a couple days and the gig I just work isn't going to pay me until 30, 60, or 90 days from now, guess what that means? I got to keep doing stuff every day of this week Mm -hmm. until I can get enough money for whatever that bill is. And for some people, it might be as small as like a cell phone bill. But for most adults, mm-hmm. it's rent, it's car notes, it's car insurance, it's food, it's gas, it's, you know, baby food. It's all kinds of stuff. And it's like you're expecting people to be able to live and you're getting frustrated because people asking for their money. But goddamn, like people got to live. Yeah. But you wanted your content. But you want your content tomorrow, tonight, yeah. when I get home. I haven't even gotten home yet. Yeah. I didn't got in the car. Started it up. And I'm supposed to wait after I've bust my ass to get you this content tomorrow. I'm supposed to wait another 90 days to get my money. That's all advertising. Like, that's crazy. That's all advertising. Yeah. Sometimes putting it out before you've even said, yeah. That's a crazy concept. And then get mad. Mm Mm-hmm. When you ask for your money. Unprofessional. You're unprofessional. You're bad dreaming. Mm-hmm. It's a really sensitive topic for a lot of people. It's sick. And it's even, I feel like it's even worse now because gas is so high. Mm-hmm. Like you got your car out here now. Yeah. How much do it cost you to fill up your tank? 85 $85. And how many times has someone asked you to come shoot something for free? More than I can count. How many times has someone asked you to come shoot something for maybe $100, $120, $150, right? And then it's like, if you set your price, it don't matter what your talent level is. If Mm -hmm. you set your price at $150, for example, Mm -hmm. people will look at you like you crazy. But yet $85 is going to gas. I got to drive 30 to 50 miles to get to you. Mm-hmm. I got to shoot for two hours. Mm-hmm. And then I got to sit in traffic on my way home 
two to three hours. And if, if mm-hmm. you're special enough that I edit your stuff right away, mm-hmm. an hour to sort, mm-hmm. two to three hours on the edit, and that's a mid-edit, mm-hmm. maybe. What if I go crazy? Talk about it. Eight to ten hours of work, and you talking about free or 150. This is why people be unhinged, bro. This is why people be unhinged. And you know what? When you work in an environment like that, and you grinding, and like this is what you're doing every day, mm-hmm. it takes a toll on your mental health. And it takes a toll on your creativity. Yeah, we were just talking about that the other day. I I really want to sit down one week and work on a new flow. And just like try something different. Yeah. Like when you think about it, we all want to be better. We all want to learn something new. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of times, like you don't even have time for that. Especially when you get in business like crazy. Like you, you don't have time to learn something new because... You literally going, 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 going. You don't have time to get a new flow. You don't have time to like learn a new feature and maybe like an editing app or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's small stuff. And again, like your creativity now is stunted because you got all this work that you got to do. Mm-hmm. And then you got no time for self. All this work and you got no time for self. And you got to repeat this cycle every single day. With people who can't pay you on time. It's not motivating <laughs> at all. It's not. Sometimes I wonder like why we all do this. Because people sometimes like. I love what I do. But at times it is miserable. But I'll talk to other creatives. And people seem like they are miserable. More miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? It, why is that? Are you having fun right now with what you do? Yeah, I mean. I mean, you don't got no bills. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. It's different when you don't got bills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I have little small ones, but it's nothing like what you're dealing with. No, I'm an adult. Yeah. It's a little different. I'm having fun, obviously, because of. At the end of the day, I could still be in Alabama. So, I mean, that's true. We got to humble ourselves a bit. I could still be in Alabama. Yeah. Recording in Alabama. But when's the last time you did something that, like, you was, like, really geeked about? Shooting the Trailblazers on their road trip. That's different, though, because that's, like. A little kid inside of me. Like, that's a whole new experience, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is. I mean, that's really why we do this, right? Mm-hmm. We are hoping that one day we'll get an experience like that mm-hmm. that we're going to be wide-eyed about. Yeah. You know, like, when you really get to take in and look around and be like, yo, this shit was dope. The experience, I can't even explain. Like, I recorded some stuff. Yeah. But, like. But you got to film, like, Steph and LeBron and. Yes, like, people I always wanted to. I mean, because to be honest, my parents aren't driving to Atlanta to go watch Steph Curry play or driving to Memphis. That's the closest NBA teams for me. So, like, and even then, the prices were too much. So, to be right there 
and watch Steph Curry, LeBron in person. Yeah. It's different. That's crazy. And matter of fact, not just watch them. I'm in the back. I'm walking by Steph. I nod at him. He nod back. Like, you feel me? <laughs> he nod back. <laughs> like, come you on, feeling man. good now. He nod yeah. back. Yeah, I felt good. Dapping up Jordan Poole. Yeah. Like, come on now, bro. Like, that's experiences I'm not going to have in Alabama. So that always takes me back and humble me. Like, yeah, it is a lot. But a lot of people would kill to be in that spot. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So I just want to personally put this out here and think. Keon Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Keon Johnson. Hey. Hey. I mean, yeah, because you met Dame. Dame. Ant. Shaden. Jeremy Grant. So we're going to get back to it, though. Would you do it for free? 100%. 100%. If I can get access like that, 100%. Because it allowed me to be in that space and actually present myself to these players Mm -hmm. and have them pay me because they're not going to obviously whoever I work with to get there for free, they not going to be like, oh yeah, he does it for free. They wouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, so. You would hope so. I would hope they don't do that. <laughs> Jesus. So, that would <laughs> suck. <laughs> exactly. Hey man, use him. He's free. <laughs> That's a dangerous yeah, game. Exactly. Cause That's then, a dangerous game. Exactly. You showed your hand. Yeah. You showed your hand. So, yeah, I would 100% do that. Like, yeah. I feel that. That's worth it, though. I can't. I really want to go into detail about how crazy it was. Like, but I don't know how much I can give out there. PR things. But, you know, like, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was really just crazy. Yeah. Once in a lifetime opportunity, though. Yep. And we're running it back next season. So, I have a question. Then would you shoot for a team? No. Heck no. I would just say it's it's really it's a struggle. It's a struggle to shoot for a team. It's a lot of deadlines. Working for the players is freedom. Yeah. Creativity, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Majority of the time these players have no clue what they want mm-hmm. at all. They just want results. So I mean, obviously your access is different. Yeah. When you shoot for a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would say my access is pretty good. Like, but obviously I can't shoot on the floor. Maybe if I get a more of a relationship with them, maybe. But I'm not gonna force it. Yeah, going in the locker rooms, I think I can do that. But I just never wanted to force it. I'm really like, there's not too much that a team photographer can do that I can't do. Yeah. Now that I like, I really think about it. Like, there's nothing like too crazy where I'm like, oh shoot, dang! Yeah. I wish I was a team photographer so I could have got that. Yeah. But like, we're in the same hotel, we're on the same plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on now. <laughs> I mean, I can go I to it. if I wanted exclusive content. I can literally be like, hey, Trina, I'm coming to your room. All right. Yeah. I feel like you touched on a good point though. And that is 
you know, work in that relationship so yeah. that you get more access. And there, I feel like there's two types of people, right? There's people who don't ask for stuff and there's people who do. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's that simple. Yeah. Um, And it's tough because it's like, I've always been taught that closed mouths don't get fed. Dang, Keon says that all the time. All the time, right? But it's like, at the same time, like, you also don't want to bite the hand that feeds you. Mm. You know? So it's like, you could be in a situation like that where maybe it doesn't hurt to ask. Uh-huh. But sometimes, like, when you ask, you get looked at like, ah, here go this person, like, wants a little bit more, wants more access, begging or whatever. But then on the flip side, like, if you don't ask, maybe you miss out on an opportunity. You got to find that fine line. It is a fine line. And I think a lot of people don't have the discernment enough to understand where the fine line is. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think, like, that's extremely important, especially, like, I say it all the time, like, treat our friendship like a a non-disclosure agreement. You know, because everybody that I'm around, you got to assume is going to be a high-level person when mm-hmm. we shooting, you know? And it's like, you got to act like you've been there before, right? Which I'm way better with now. Like, and I feel like a lot of people, you know, at the end of the day, like, we're we're fans of the game. And that's what's, like, super dope about the role and the position that we're in now is because, like, you got to think about it. Like, my favorite player was Kobe, right? Mm-hmm. And to get to shoot him. That's a different type of time. So it's like, how do you not get like crazy excited and butterflies and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you really got to act like you've been there before. Yeah. Because the next time there's always going to be somebody else. Right. And when you in these rooms and you in these situations, it's like you don't want to look like the person that is doing too much. Mm-hmm. You want it to come to you organically. You want it to happen organically. Yeah. And that's something that I don't think a lot of people really understand and they wonder why they don't get opportunities and stuff like that. And sometimes it's like, it's as little as like how you move, Mm -hmm. you know, like people watching you, you never know who's watching you. And it's like, you might one day be in an arena, just shooting, doing your thing, whatever. But like somebody in there watching you, they watching how you move. They watching how you interact with players how much time they spending with you, they hugging you, chopping you up, you know, dapping you up. Mm-hmm. And they eventually going to put you in a room to be able to do what you want to do. So, yeah. like, that patience is always important. But at the same time, I mean, for real, like, if you don't ask, sometimes you will lose out. But it's like, what would you rather do? You know, be the person that, has the genuine relationships and you get what's meant for you mm-hmm. or would you want to be known as the person just like almost like a shark because you going around and you just like being thirsty the genuine always it works I, every time i feel like when you're genuine it takes a lot longer it does but and it does suck i feel better people you know that shark they way to the top but you know there's more negativity talked about about you and you know people are less willing to work with you majority of the time and if you come genuine it's less negativity so it's gonna be negativity but it'll be less negativity yeah that's fair i feel like it's tough like that's a tough thing to measure Mm -hmm. but i'd say the genuine route is the route like personally i like to take but 
know. It's interesting. Because it's like you had the access. You could have been a beggar. Yeah. Dame? Yeah. He got a camp coming up? Yeah. Hey, man, can I shoot your camp? The players that gravitated to me, I didn't ask. I became very genuine. Yeah. And things just happened. Now this is also Keon being the genuine person. Hey, like, you know, he. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, I mean, this is just my personal perspective, but Mm -hmm. I've always believed that it's better for like people to advocate for me than it is for me to advocate for myself. Beautiful. The reason I say that though is because I am a little arrogant in knowing that I can do whatever. Meaning? Meaning that I always say like it's equivalent to a God complex without the narcissism Mm -hmm. of like, I really believe that people can do whatever they put their mind to. And what's meant for you is for you. So like, I don't ever feel like I'm going to miss out on my opportunity by not saying something. Mm. I feel like it's already written. So like, if I see you. I may not say nothing the first time I see you. And you might be somebody I want to work with. Mm-hmm. Month from now, I'm going to see you again. Mm-hmm. I still might not say nothing. Yeah, I still might not ask. Next thing you know, maybe I know somebody you know. Maybe I did some work for somebody you know. Or we might end up in the same place. Now it's like, boom, man, I've seen you a few times. Like, what's up? Like, can we work? Mm-hmm. Like that's how I feel like a lot of my opportunities come. Oh yeah, recently. And in the back of my mind, I know it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I never doubt it. I'm like, if it's meant for me to shoot with this person, it's gonna happen. Yeah. If it's meant for me to get this project, it's gonna happen. Otherwise, like it ain't mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying don't ask for things. I'm just saying that, like, for me personally, like, when I walk in the room, I'm like. If this is mine, I'm going to get it, however. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't need to, like, step on other people to get there. I don't need to, like, be a beggar to get there. Like, you know what I'm saying? It'll be sincere. It'll be genuine. It'll be whatever. And sometimes I feel like that has hindered me because I might not have asked. I might not have said nothing. Yeah. I might have seen a celebrity that I wanted to take a picture with just for the sake of, like, having as mm-hmm. a memento. And I didn't, right? Because I'm being too cool or I'm being, like, respectful. And then I watch the person like, hey, 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 can you take this pic with me? And I'm like, damn, I should have did it. Yeah. But it's like, I'll live with that before, you know, I'll take that. That's interesting that you touched on that because Chris Paul, I had to. Oh, yeah. Wow, I forgot all about that. Yeah. But some people you do, like, you kind of have to. You got to just be like, all right, bro, I need this picture. Yeah. Come here, take this picture with me. And I waited to literally the last camp, and it wasn't weird. So yeah, but the perspective. Yeah, I he probably seen you somewhere. Mm-hmm. He probably seen you running around with that camera, and was like respect. Now, what would you have done if he was like, Nah, man, get out, <laughs> get out my face. <laughs> take Yo. the L and move on. Really? I'm not gonna be salty about it. Like you know. So you're not gonna get on the internet and bash him. No, why would I do that? What does that? That's give what me? a lot of people do. It's not gonna get me anywhere. 
oh, Chris Paul didn't take a picture with me. Maybe he had a bad day. Maybe he's tired of taking pictures. That's fair. I mean, before I even took the picture, the man said, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing for us. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Like, people not doing that. Especially the league, league players. The, uh, the star ones. They're not doing that. They're not talking to you? No. They're, They're not, not saying what's up? Nope. They're not dapping you up on the way by? Nope. Hey, man, how's it going, brother? Nah. Until they see your face a couple times. That's fair. Like, Portland doesn't got Like, all of them, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, but, like. Anybody else? No. But I feel like, you know, depending on who it is, you get the nod. Yeah, like, I feel like we could get the nod with KD. KD, I feel like, would speak to us. <laughs> yeah. That's cool shit, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard. That's hard. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. That's different. Mm-hmm. Like, when you really think about it, man, I'm going to always say this, but, like, and we might have to wrap it up after this one. Yeah. But like legit, like we are so blessed to be in the position that we are. Because like, I mean, you come from Alabama. I come from Wisconsin, Chicago. And it's like the reality is a lot of these people, like we watch growing up or we watch on TV. And like you really don't get access to them. At all. And then it's like. Especially in Alabama. <laughs> now you really get to like be in rooms with people and like seeing them as people, seeing them do what, like, they do, like, at the highest level. Yeah. You know, like, that's crazy. It really is. It's a blessing, really. And, like, sometimes I feel like we get, as creatives, like, we get so entitled, but it's like we don't have to be in this space. Like, I was watching uh, The Shop, and Damson talked about, like, what if us as celebrities just, like, got off the internet what if we just like disappeared what would happen like what would be left and that's like crazy to think about because now you have access right Mm -hmm. like if you really wanted to work with the baby for example Mm -hmm. you could dm him and he may actually see it and be like yo you're like your stuff is dope like i got a show in la next week pop out Mm -hmm. i'll get you a pass what if these people just disappeared and was like, we don't want social anymore. We're not going to be on the internet. What the fuck would we be doing? Shoot. Shooting cars. Um, shooting what? Shooting cars. <laughs> Who the fuck would be shooting cars? Hair salons. <laughs> the reality of it is, everybody always needs content. I mean, yes, 100%. Marketing ain't never going anywhere. Yeah, you don't need an athlete. Or a celebrity. Like, there's always going to be something. That's fair, but, like, it just, it wouldn't be the same. No, it wouldn't. You'd be bored, but at least you're making bread. I have a counter for that. So, it's like. But would you be? You don't think companies would hire you to. Would you be? You talked about all your opportunities coming from what? Athletes. Well, shout out Miss Tish. Uh, <laughs> a hair salon in Portland, Oregon. That's interesting. I mean, I think I think next time we hop on the pod, we for sure gotta like talk about that because yeah, that is an interesting topic yeah. and an inter- aspirations. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like it would be the same though. 
if they just hopped off the internet, I think that like your opportunities would look completely different. A hundred percent. Not saying that they wouldn't have. A hundred percent they would look different. You don't think with the pictures that you take, Sprite, not Sprite, maybe that's that's too different. Um, Prop. <laughs> you don't think Prom would hit you up and be like, hey, could you take some some test shots for us? Or, and then take some pictures and you want to be like, okay, cool. No. <laughs> because the name of the game is not about your talent. Mm-hmm. It's about who you know. Mm. What you, It's not what you know, it's who you know. It's who you know. Mm-hmm. Look at it this way. If you got 100 followers, mm-hmm. you're not on social media. Mm-hmm. Where are you getting your opportunities from? Mm-hmm. You probably got a, a network of people mm-hmm. that you work with already consistently yeah. that you can reach out to and you can get consistent work. Yeah, and then you touch them, then they touch another person, that touch person, another person. So a lot of times it's who you know. Yeah. On the flip side, I got 100,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Prime, go look at my Instagram, see all these people I'm shooting. They probably gonna DM me. Yeah. Hey, we like your work. A lot of times that's who I know. That's true. Who I shot, who I've worked with. If that all disappears, what do I have left? Mm-hmm. Not saying it'll never happen, but it ain't gonna be as easy. Unless I know somebody at Prime. So I need you to think about that. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And Prime, we really want to be sponsored by you for this video, so <laughs> go follow us on Instagram, Creatives Unhinged, my boy V Boost, the real J Will. You already know, episode two. Peace.